How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Welcome back to the final inspection. 105.7 FM, the fan. Dennis Michelson, Lori Monroe talking NASCAR with you. And Lori, I've got a very easy question this week for you. Two weeks ago after Richmond, I wasn't happy. This week after Talladega, I saw a lot of other people unhappy. The simple question for you, what makes a good race? What was wrong with Talladega and who was unhappy? People were complaining from Kyle Busch, where he says it's not real racing. Well, you know, it's again, it's restrictor plate racing. And the guys who do not finish up front or win or get wrecked are always going to be unhappy. It doesn't matter really what track it is. Guys who are winning are thrilled with the racing surface, with the competition, with the weather. They're thrilled with everything. The guys who are not winning aren't happy. That's how, that's all there is to it. Restrictor plate racing is sort of this not like anything else that they do all year long. And whether that's good or bad, I actually kind of enjoy it, mm-hmm. but I'm sure glad we don't have any more of it. That's almost too stressful <laughs> watching Talladega. Yeah, we can't hold our breath forever, really. So. Again, getting back to what makes a good race, would you prefer a great finish and some so-so racing the rest of the 500 miles, or would you prefer a boring finish but a great, fantastic race the other 490 miles? Is there? it, It seems like as long as there's a great finish, everybody's happy. Yeah, and it's always what you last remember in a race, and it always comes down to a an incredible finish because you can sit there for a couple of hours just sort of biding your time, but that in itself gives you some sort of like anticipation of something good happening, even if something good doesn't happen. To me, there is no bad race. If you have a so-so finish like we've seen them finish in years past under yellow or something, it's never really that great. But I don't know. I, I, I just take it as it comes. I, I look at the entire race as a whole. If we get something spectacular at the end, then that's just the icing on the cake. But I think as a race fan, you have to come to realize that's not going to happen every single week. It's all different. Every week, one track to the next, you're going to have a different outcome. One thing was different is that the people from Alabama... Yes. The people from Alabama really made a lot of NASCAR reporters upset this week. Why? Because they all bought tickets to the race. Did you see how packed that place was? Nobody could complain about an empty seat this week at Talladega, Alabama. I think every time we say that word, it's going to go. Well, it could go on forever, but I think you can... One thing you can thank, and I know it's not the whole of the of the weekend, you can thank Dale Earnhardt Jr. Because I think his announcement of retiring got everybody wanting to go to Talladega to see him win 
because everybody assumes that he's going to win at Talladega or, or Daytona. So I think that probably added just a little bit of the, uh, of the attendance uh, factor. And not seeing him get a favorable call at either Richmond or at Talladega the last two weeks, does that maybe get people to believe a little more that NASCAR is actually on the up and up? Because if it was rigged, he would have won two in a row. Yeah, we know that. If it was rigged, Dale Earnhardt Jr. would have won championships by now. But no, there's no favorites here. I'm so happy to hear you say that. Well, it's true. Just open. People just got to open their eyes. Well, for some people, that's pretty hard. But <laughs> not for the people of Talladega, Alabama. <laughs> it's on some kind of a voice recognition system. That's all I, I got to say. I see that. Yeah. What a great race at Talladega, Alabama. Over. The weekend. They're going to get the hook on you yet. I think they will. But it is time for us to step out, take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about this week's race at Kansas. You're listening to the Final Inspection 105.7 FM, The Fan. Laurie Monroe, it is our favorite time of the day. It's time to complain. Because we haven't anything to complain about yet. Oh, really? Ah, yes. When the dog sings, you know it's time for a good still blowing. Laurie Monroe, can you explain to the folks in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and around the world on the Internet just how this all works? On the electric Internet, yeah. We have something to complain about every week when it comes to the world of racing. And we then take our frustrations out and blow up the still of whoever we're complaining about. So if you have a still you'd like to blow up, head over to racetalkradio.com. You can send us a message right from our website and we can share your still blowing at the same time. So Lori Monroe, do you have a still that needs blowing? I do. And I don't even know how to approach this because Dale Earnhardt Jr. is such a beloved member of the racing family. Absolutely. But there was an announcement that he and his wife are going to have some sort of a reality show. Oh, Lord. Next year about restoring a home, some dilapidated place. And I, I just can't wrap my head around this dr- guy who is a driver and will have been a driver next year. All of a sudden, some reality show star. It's like we couldn't even get Dale Jr. to make eye contact with anybody for the last 40 years. And now he's all over the place. It's just very strange. It's it's good because he's sort of come out of his shell. But I just don't really know if the world needs another home renovation show. And now starring Dale Jr. and Amy. Now, saying that, you know darn well I'm going to be watching it. And the timing of the announcement is very odd because you know this reality show has been in the works for a long time. So that makes you sort of think, well, back in January and February when he was saying how he's going to see how the start of the season goes before he negotiates his contract and all this kind of stuff, if he already knew that this reality yep. show is coming and that this isn't going to probably fit if he's racing. 
I'm just, I'm a little disappointed if we find I, I'm that I'm glad out. you took it that direction because when I first heard it, I felt like I'd been had. Yeah. I didn't even want to say that, but I felt like I'd been had. And I got thinking as the announcement was made, I, I guess I heard it on the radio. They talked about specifics as to what was wrong with this place they'd have to handle. Electrical and plumbing issues. And I'm thinking, you were supposed to be off all last year with a concussion. You're out down there in Florida swinging hammers. What the hell's going on? Yeah, this is just, I, I just weird. It, it just seems odd. The whole thing just seems odd to me. Do you think this will in some way help to bring awareness of NASCAR to some more people? I mean, I just don't see the crossover. Yeah. I really don't. And I'm I'm really sick of the crossovers. I'm sick of racing crossing over into normal mainstream life. I'm sick of other drivers from other forms of motorsports allegedly bringing their entire fan bases over to NASCAR, like Ricky Carmichael and Pastrana. When the IndyCar drivers have come over, Montoya, we're supposed to get such an influx of brand new fans to boost the numbers. Did that ever happen? No. I, you know, do the math. I I don't think so. No, I don't think it ever shows the kind of crossover that they're hoping for. And I don't care what it is. I don't care what the show type it is. You know, right now on Dancing with the Stars, a former Chicago Cub player is dancing and while he's being charming and everybody likes him and all that kind of stuff, I don't think it's going to get one single person who's not already a baseball fan to tune in a baseball game. It's not. All it's doing is bringing Dancing with the Stars more fans because – I have never watched that show in my life until Michael Waltrip was on it. And after watching it, I thought, well, this is kind of fun. And then I watched it the next year because uh, somebody else was on that I was interested in seeing because, and I would have never even have paid attention before, but it doesn't seem to work the other way. All of the dancing with the star fans sitting in the auditorium or wherever they do it, or people watching on TV aren't all of a sudden magically NASCAR fans. There are some people that, of course, think, oh, you know, look at that's Michael Waltrip or back when Elio Castroneves won. You know, that I think he actually got a few more fans watching Indy, yeah. but yeah, maybe that explains Indy's resurgence. I doubt it. I just think it's a lot better racing right now. Yeah, and I don't think there's any real big crossover with that. But what it does do, if is, is if this reality show is getting a lot of eyes other than NASCAR fans anyway, it's a great way to sort of sneak in the sponsorship deals and get those covered. So I guess there's some value there, uh, regardless of how it works. My still blowing is about the people that right after a driver wins a race at Talladega, unless it's Dale Jr. or another big-time name, it's always, well, he just got lucky. Ricky Stenhouse mm-hmm. Jr. isn't that good of a driver. He just got yeah. lucky. So if you're an established star and you win at Talladega, Oh, that was an amazing drive. How did he get that done? But if you are getting your first win ever, oh, he just got lucky. It's Talladega. Yeah. And I got news for you, folks. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. has been qualifying great at just about every track. Fourth this week at Kansas. He's been running in the top 15 at every track this year. Yes, 
there's a lot of luck that goes into a race at Talladega, but he didn't just get lucky. He's been racing a whole lot better because Roush Fenway has been a lot better this year. You have, absolutely. Yeah. So, but this week, Laurie, I'm not even going to throw it to you for the decision of the judge because your still is so unique and is right on the money. So I'm not even going to let you not have no. the win this week. I'm not even going to put it up to it to you as the judge. There is no doubt you had the best still blowing of the week. Wow. So General Mattis, do your thing. Bob's away. It's so good to get some support from the United States Air Force dropping the big but bomb on the still. As a sidebar to yours, though, if one more person posts on social media that Danik is finally in victory lane, I'm going to hunt them down and kick them. Yeah, it got very old. It was very predictable. Yeah. And yes, I used that joke earlier in the show. But the great thing is... Oh my God, is, really? Yeah, the great thing is the dogs were in victory lane. And that's that always a fun. treat. That's, yeah. I've been waiting for that. That was fun. Lots of fun. But great to see. And it won't be the last time you see Ricky Stenhouse Jr. in victory lane this year, folks, I'm making that prediction now. Well, it is time for us to step out, take one more break, but we'll be right back to talk about Kansas and give you your NASCAR news of the week. You're listening to the Final Inspection, 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Final Inspection, 105.7 FM, The Fan. More NASCAR coverage with Dennis and Laurie. And Laurie, it's that favorite race of the year coming up at Kansas because I just want to hear you say the title. Bowling. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Well, it... <laughs> <laughs> I brought a casserole. <laughs> there you go. Oh, my goodness. You know, it's our God-given right to not pass tech, too. Oh, that uh, gets us into our next subject. What a crazy day it was yesterday in the NASCAR yeah. world because 12 of the 40 cars in this race did not even post a qualifying lap in the first session, and 11 of them because they didn't pass inspection. What in the heck is going on in the NASCAR world? Well, this isn't the first time we've seen it this year, though. That's, That's the true. frightening part about it. What what the heck is the holdup here? Well, it's obvious that the penalties for not making it through tech, starting in the rear, are not enough to convince these guys to to go as close as they are on tolerances. But when 11 cars don't make it through tech in time for qualifying, which means they failed tech at least three times, it's just getting comical that the rules are that stacked. But I guess the, the fast cars that did pass, they deserve to have that protection. And oh my goodness, the Fords were really quick. Five in the top eight, including Ryan Blaney with his first pole ever. Where was Stenhouse in qualifying? Stenhouse was fourth. Okay, I thought so, he should be up front. Another strong. At the beginning week. of this year, I said he was going to have a breakout year. So I'm really glad that that's paying off. But the thing is, you could almost predict Ford doing better just because of the Stuart Haas connection this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because there had to be some real big incentives for them to to walk away from Chevrolet. 
Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. it is showing a big improvement for yeah. all of the four yeah. teams. But good They've for been Blaney. Tough. Good for Blaney. Yeah, very good to see. Well, in our NASCAR news this week, how about the sponsor logos from Carl Long's car being <laughs> removed? Because uh, apparently NASCAR didn't want a marijuana vaping company on. How did it even get to that point in the approval process that they allowed him on the car in the first place? Well, it was it's just a vaping company. It's not anything to do with marijuana, is it? Yes, it is. It's a marijuana what? vaping company from What's Colorado. marijuana vaping? I thought vaping was just an electronic cigarette. It. This is electronic marijuana. What is electronic marijuana? That you smoke it in some kind of an electrical gizmo. I thought the vaping cannot... was just, it wasn't anything organic. No, it's it's just a an oil that you put in a device. Now, I don't proposed to be an expert on anything when it comes to pot i'm happy you to say that damn schooled on it right now michelson but i do understand the vaping them electronic cookies and electronic brownies now maybe some electronic brownies but uh okay. no not at all but uh marijuana vaping company removed from carl long's car and i still thought he owed nascar two hundred thousand dollars for that juiced engine a while like five well, years ago the, the statute of limitations has passed or something uh maybe it's only when uh you know it's the go bowling 400 bowling. That you get away yeah maybe he brought a casserole i brought a casserole <sighs> yeah bowling. also also in the news a special ticket price at darlington what a deal you can get cheaper tickets to the Darlington Southern 500 if you live in South Carolina. If you live in South Carolina, you can get cheaper tickets. Okay. Yeah. They're giving their own residents of their own state a bargain this year on Southern 500 tickets. How about that why for don't they, loyalty? Why don't they just give everybody a cheaper ticket deal? Uh, I think that would fill the place a lot quicker. But uh, Not that that wouldn't offset the cost of your $810 a night hotel rooms and stuff, but still. <laughs> yes, very, yeah. very true. But anyways. You can't give everything away. That's very nice of Darlington to do that. Yep, special deal for the home state folks nice. to put up with all the traffic and all that kind of stuff. Also nice. in the news for the Coke 600, they have announced Bowling. their grand marshal of the, of the Coke 600. How about Channing? Tatum as the Grand Marshal. You know, I don't have a clue in hell who this person is, but I assume it's an actor. And he or she has two first names. Fine. Whatever. If this if this really makes NASCAR happy and they figure everybody's going to tune in or attend to see this individual, more power to them. I'd just assume they get Rin Tin Tin dusted off and waving a flag. I think that would work better. But here is what it is all about is... He is an actor, and I can honestly tell you, folks, I didn't even know whether it was a male or female, but he is an actor, and he's playing in a movie that's about a fictitious robbery at Charlotte Motor Speedway. So this is the at whole Charlotte? plot. Really? Yes, this is the whole plot of the movie <laughs> revolves so around. Did they steal Roposaurus? That happened years ago. Come on, guys. Yeah, it's a, maybe they used Roposaurus. I'd watch Robos if they stole Roposaurus. Ooh, I think you got an idea. They already, Robosaurus went through the Barrett-Jackson auction five years ago. 
Yeah, and it didn't get good value even though it started no. eating all the cars. It was so upset that it didn't get a good value. It just well, started it eating started all the old the Pratt cars. collection. That didn't go over well. No, you got to have better manners, Robosaurus. Better manners. At least for a bib when you're horking down $300,000 classics. There you go. Also in the news, <laughs> Sonoma Raceway set a participation record for their STEM challenge. NASCAR being really big about making this sport educational. A STEM challenge? A STEM challenge, as in like science, STEM cells? science, technology, engineering, math. S-T-E-M. Oh, I thought you meant like a stem cell thing. Okay. Now, that would be pretty good, and that's from all the people that don't survive the Talladega weekend. They uh, do yeah. a stem cell uh, thing with them. But you don't oh. want their stem cells. If if no. you didn't survive the weekend because you are passed out in the infield, I don't want your stem cells. Pickled stem cells. It's I want not... the stem cells of the winners and the survivors. That's probably a smarter idea. Also in yeah. the news, Ricky Stenhouse's junior's win got him a little hug. Not from well, Danica. Like Ricky Stenhouse's junior gets a hug. <laughs> not not from not from Danica either. It's a new sponsor called Little Hug. So, Is it diapers? Uh it's some kind of a drink. Oh. I'm not really what sure what it is. You? Probably pickles your liver. Uh, well, I don't well. want stem cells either. Then <laughs> there you go. Well, Laurie Monroe, the go bowling four hundred at Kansas. Who's your pick to win? I'm gonna go with Kyle Busch. You're taking Kyle Busch. That's a strong pick, and I am gonna go back to Kevin Harvick for the win. Thanks for tuning in to the you. final inspection on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 